how do you start it? And here we go. This is the Simple Joe Show podcast. I'm your host, Simple Joe. And you can catch all my latest episodes at thesimplejoeshow.com. Uh, my blogs are up there. My latest podcasts are up there. Um, and, oh, I also had Simple Joe Eats, where I do a tour of Detroit. And that's a really cool video if you want to check that out. It's kind of like, um, you know, uh, Bourdain-ish. You know, I wouldn't say that caliber at all. But, you know, we go to different restaurants and different bars and stuff. And we check them out. Uh, I am right now sipping on it. And if you haven't, open up a beer, you guys. Uh, you should open up a beer uh, if you're not driving. <laughs> and sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Um, I am sipping on 19 Crimes. Now, if you guys aren't aware of this one, this is uh, this is their white wine, which I didn't think I was really going to like, but it's it's really good. You download an app. Uh, it's called the 19 Crimes app, and you you put your camera to the guy's face, and he'll talk to you, and like the image will move and tell you like a little story about who he is and stuff. That's weird. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. In front of me, I didn't introduce him yet, but he's uh, sitting right here, Micah Monticelli. Monticelli, Monticelli. it doesn't really fucking matter, really. (laughs) I always butcher that. I I knew I was going to do that. Everybody does. I've I've been hearing it since I was a kid, man. I'm not really too worried about it. It's true. Um, He's fantastic. He's funny. He's amazing. He's brilliant. There, there I don't it know is. about all that. There's, that there's, there's the good host introduction. There it is. Yeah, that was a great introduction. I don't know if it's all true, but it was a good introduction. I'm honestly impressed with the place, man. Thank you. I Thank really you. am. Yeah. A lot I of, wasn't expecting it. Yeah, guys really like it, and then girls are like, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I could see that vibe. If you brought a girl down here, they yeah. might get a little scared. Yeah, Like, what's going on down here, dude? It doesn't happen very often, but I will have a, a female comic. Uh, and, and do my show. It's just, uh, there's not that many of them and I don't know. It's just, it's kind of raw to tough to, to schedule. I don't know. Just yeah. a, it's a tough sell. It's weird. Yeah. It, and it's like, Hey, come, come hang out with me in my basement by myself. I mean, you know, maybe we met once or twice. <laughs> right. <It's> like, <laughs> right. Exactly. And yeah. you come know, to my house and yeah, I'm going to close the door behind you. I hope that yeah. doesn't creep you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a tough sell, man. Uh, but he was telling me before that he, he's on no sleep right now. No sleep. He, he had, uh, uh, is it, it's army, right? Army. Yeah. He had an army thing to do in southfield and uh yeah so yeah man what, what, was it just like a meeting or what? no it's uh i'm in the reserves so um what we do in the reserves is a whole lot of nothing but two days a month we have to meet up with each other and fucking literally do nothing i mean today we just did ceremonies all day oh really it's boring as hell um ceremonies I, so like when people retire yeah but okay. our colonel was she was move into a different unit and for them it's special like for them because they've been with the unit forever and everything but me i'm selfish i was like dude get on with this i'm fucking bored dude i don't right. want to hear you fu-. you know and they're congratulating they're thanking everybody and i'm like ah oh, jesus christ can i you know i'm tired of standing right um right. yeah my my uh uncle retired uh from 30 years actually 34 years because if you don't really count it, but you kind of count it, because when he was first year in college, he started technically. So, like it, in parentheses, it said thirty four years, but it was actually thirty years because that's when was he, he like in our was in boot camp and um, or, is that recruiter or um? Oh no no, no our, yeah yeah yeah. So in, like in he college. went officer yeah, yeah, yeah. route. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, so he, he wasn't technically in, but he was doing stuff with the military. Like he was an intel officer. No, no, so, for the first four. Oh, for, for the first four, four years. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Sorry. going to school, getting his education, mm-hmm. and then he went off to do his duties. That's a long time in the military, dude. Yeah, what yeah. branch? Uh, Navy. Yeah. He, yeah, he he became up to a captain. Uh, they offered him a rear admiral position, which is pretty. I mean, it's it's pretty good. No, no, yeah, absolutely. that's a pretty high up position, and he uh, he declined it uh, because. He, you know, he's got four kids or three kids and he's got a full-time job and it just, it, it was just too much for him and, and it was going to ask too much for him too. Yeah. So, you know, the higher rank, the more responsibility, obviously the more stuff you have to do. And, um, he just wasn't, you know, it wasn't, he just wanted to kind of continue until 30 years and then retire and be, be done with it. But he loved it. You know, he traveled everywhere. Oh, the Navy um, guys travel all around the world. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those guys are constantly moving. I only know one guy that retired from the Navy, but he was a submarine guy. Okay. He was always down in a sub, man. That is a t- The submarines is a tough life, man. I mean, yeah. he literally spent 20 years in the military. Ten years of it was under the sea. Wow. That is crazy. <laughs> Ten years under the sea, dude. Uh, there was a guy on Rogan's podcast, and we were kind of talking about Rogan's podcast before uh, the, the show started, but there was a guy on there that was an astronaut. And for the training, he went down in a submarine for two weeks. Now, what was uh, really weird is that they had this, like, contraption where you go and take a shit. Because, obviously, you can't get out of a sub. Yeah. You have to go into, like, a room. Or, I, forget, I forget exactly how it works, but it somehow is encapsulated and then thrown out, out of water. The shit thrown in the ocean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Damn. Yeah, yeah. So, when, once it, it, it gets thrown out... He sees hammerheads and he sees great whites. They they know that smell and they're like, "Human is here. We fuck got a. We're gonna feast, dude. What? They That'd knew. be scary as fuck. Yeah. I thought humans weren't tasty for sharks. But, but if you're hungry, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. Last like, resort. And, and and sharks sense a smell. Oh yeah, they can great. smell one drop of blood a mile away. That's but I think fun. blood would smell better than shit though. But that's still distinct smell. Yeah. They know that humans are around. Fuck, dude. Yeah, how crazy is that? I think getting eaten by a shark would be like a wholesome way to go out. Because, Uh, like, you're really just feeding it. I mean, you're really going back into nature. Yeah, that's true. Or uh, that, or or just like a pool of alligators. And you just just fall in. And just, they just... They just devour you in three seconds. You're just gone. Just Dude, ripped to know. shreds. I don't know about that, man. Well, what do you, what, but, do you, do you like piranhas or alligators better? Piranhas uh, would take little nibbles out of you. That's true. I it's, think it, al- it's weird. Uh, go ahead. Alligators would probably be better. It would be fast. That's that's my thing. So it would just be over with. Um, but if we're going down that road, I think that if there's a pool filled with like some kind of good liquor. Or, or like some kind of good like whiskey or something, mm-hmm. and you drowned. Your lungs are going to fill up with alcohol, right? So the whole pool is filled with that. You're going to get a buzz. Yeah, exactly. You're going to black out, and then you're not even going to know that you drowned. So it's going to be a quick, easy, you know. I don't know. Maybe. No, maybe yeah. That, no, no. That makes sense. Um, but that's what freaks me out about going to sleep sometimes. 
That's true. Because I'm like, dude, sometimes I go to sleep, like, I'm laying in, it's hard for me to sleep because I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking, dude, what if I don't ever wake back up? Exactly. You wouldn't even know. That's, I've, I've had that thought so many times. It's weird. Yeah, 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 that, that you don't know and you just kind of have to trust it. Like, that, that's, that was what was weird is that it, it took a 360 for me. Like, when I was a kid, I could fall asleep like that. No problem. No questions asked. Like, I was just out. And then all of a sudden I start thinking about sleep, how weird it is. Like we just, Where do you go? We just lay on a bed for nine eight hours, whatever it is. That's well for me. <laughs> it's so strange. Yeah, yeah no, no must it's be, weird. Must be nice. Must no, be it's, nice. No, it's fucking definitely weird, man. It freaks me out. Yeah. But it's harder when I'm stoned, but um to go to sleep because my mind goes, Man, what if you don't wake up? But then the, the the thing that puts me to sleep is when's the last time you went to bed and never woke up? That's true. You know, like mm-hmm. it's never happened. So why are you even thinking about it? And the the, the good part is, is when you're watching a show and you're like in and out, you're falling asleep, then you wake up, then you fall asleep. Like that's the only time that you can really enjoy sleep if you really think about it, because like you're a kind of conscious of the sleep before you just black out. You're gone. Like, it's yeah, just, you just go. And then seven hours, that's it. You're up. And but I feel like it. it's not a very good sleep if you have TV going. That's true. And you're in and out. And I hate going back. I, I, so many times I've had to go back when I wake up. Mm-hmm. Or like I go to bed and there's a show going and then I wake up and I have to fucking see where, or try to remember where I left off. And it's hard because like you said, you're going in and out. I'm working on a joke sort of uh, about that, that I have a problem. Not, uh, not sleeping, not falling asleep, but sleeping on the couch. And I usually have to watch a show and then I fall asleep. And when I fall asleep, the lights are on and Forensic Files is on. So I wake up, all the lights are on. I'm freaked out. I'm like, fuck, what's oh, <laughs> I got the lines Christ, all over my dude. face. Like, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> if, man. If, if, if an external person saw me, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? It's like, you know? <laughs> fucking nuts, man. I don't trust yeah. sleeping on couches because of Forensic Files. Literally, yeah. there's an episode where this lady's sleeping on a couch and she said that she could feel a presence in the room. Whoa. And so she woke up, she looked up, and there was somebody standing over her. And I was like, dude, that is so freaky. Like, imagine, like, sleeping, and she said she felt somebody was staring at her. She didn't want to open her eyes because she was scared. That's nuts. That's, <laughs> that's so crazy. My my head almost exploded when, because my, my parents had, they always buy new cars, and they always get serious radio. HLN, uh, they have constantly streaming uh, forensic files, but the just the audio version. The guy's pretty the good. Show. The yeah. guy, the guy, the commentator. I don't know who that is, but he he's pretty. He does a pretty. Peter good Thomas. Job. Is that who it is? There's one of that. Peter Thomas is one of them. Uh, the the ones with earlier, like first, second, third seasons. He died. Like he's he he. So that someone else took over, and I think that's Peter Thomas. Um, they do a good job. Great narration. Yeah. Great narration. When I was on the road, I used to flip it on, uh, and just listen to the audio on my truck. And just, it was just, yeah. <laughs> you sound like a psycho, dude. It's just the same thing I do. Dude, yeah. but it'll fucking freak you out if you do it too much, man. It, it so will. I had to stay away. From, I'm away from forensic files now. Yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't, I, dude, I couldn't walk down my street at night. Yeah. I'm serious, because I was thinking that somebody's going to kill me. And then it's like, dude, you're just freaking yourself out by watching forensic files every night. But every now and again, you'll get one that's kind of hilarious. Like, there's, there's one where, and this guy was so dumb. He... He had the shoes that he killed the person with, and they're they got drips of blood on it and all that stuff, and it, it was 
there was like a mud path where he killed this person so they could trace, you know, what size shoe he wore and all that stuff. What he did was he cut, like he had a, he had a, a workshop in his garage and he cut up into three pieces, his shoe and put half of the pieces up in the attic and half of the pieces like in his garage in like a corner or something. And then they found it and they were like, they put, put it together. They're like, yeah, this is. The shoe. This that is was, the shoe. Yeah. Like, you fucking idiot. You should burn these. Like, yeah, get rid of them, dude. <laughs> fucking throw them in a lake. Yeah. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But those serial killers, they like to keep shit like that. Yeah, that they is They like strange. to keep the tokens. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do that. It's like a, it's like a common thing. Yeah. They'll keep a, a necklace or, yeah. And yeah. It's like, because they want to fe- remember them. And that's why also some of these guys go as far as eating people. Yeah. It's because they, they go. Was that John Wayne Gacy? Um, no, he was the guy with the boys in his basement. Oh, he had like he had like twenty boys in his underneath his house or something like that. Wow. Um, but Jeffrey Dahmer definitely ate people. He said that um, he did it because he felt like they'd be a part of him for the rest of his life. Whoa, and that's like the top level. Yeah, that's like top level creepy. It's weird. Ten man. out of ten. Could you imagine like him sitting like like I always thought like. Him sitting alone with himself in his apartment with all those fucking bodies. Like, yeah. how weird do you have to feel? But he said it was just normal to him. Exactly. Like, uh, we were talking, you know, about Whiskey Ginger, and you don't know when you're too far until yeah, someone tells you or, or something happens or, or uh, you know, problems start to arise. So maybe it's similar to that where he didn't even feel it, you know? Like, a lot of alcoholics are alcoholics because they want to feel normal. Like, this is their way to just level out and be with everyone. They're yeah. nervous around people. They don't like to, you know, talk. Shy. They, that's, and that's uh, when I quit. For, for me, because uh, so for anybody thing. that doesn't know, yeah. I'm like 68 or 69 days without alcohol. I was an alcoholic all my life, but uh, ever since I was fucking 13. Um, but for me, I would, the, uh, the, sca- the most scared I was... Fuck, I'm fumbling around, man. <laughs> I didn't I was scared to know who I was without the alcohol. Yeah. Like I don't like I'm a fun guy when I'm drinking, but I'm also a fucking shitty guy when I'm drinking too. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to I'm I was scared I wasn't going to be as fun. Like the life of the party. People like to be around me when I'm drinking. People right. laugh at my stuff. I was scared like I wasn't going to be as funny. Mm-hmm. But sometimes being that hammered, you think you're being funny, but you're not. Right. You know, like I've done stupid ass shit that I thought was hilarious, but then I was like, that's cuz you're 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 entertained like twice as twice as much when you're when you have a buzz. Yeah. So it kind of it seems funny. Yeah, it, it gives you like a hazy. Like if you hook up with a girl while you're drinking and then you see her the next day, you're like, "Oh, why what did I see? What did I do?" Yeah. yeah. It went that night, but it was you were in the moment. It didn't seem that bad and then you know, she's got a double chin, and it's like... Next thing you know, fuck? you got chlamydia. And yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've had chlamydia fucking like three times, man. I gotta slow down. Whoa. I just never use condoms. Damn. Until recently, I was like, dude... But I think I think my shit don't work, dude. Because yeah. I haven't used condoms since I was like 14. That that would actually... Uh, uh, a big thing is, is if you um, if you have sex a lot. Then you become more fertile. A lot of people think that you become less fertile. No, like the worse it is, or, or the is it sex or just ejaculate? E- either one. If you get it, if you if you 
release it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so, like, how it works is once they're gone, they want to, like, double and triple. So, they want to oh. replace, like, double and triple what they had before because they think it's going to constantly happen. The worst thing you can do is not have sex or jack off for five or six days and then cream pie someone or, or whatever. And oh, see, I'm good because I jerk off, like, three, four times a day. Yeah, so. Because I'm insomniac, so I, I can't sleep. So, the only way to get myself back to fucking sleep is literally fucking jerk it and go to bed. That's true, yeah. yeah. I swear, like, yeah. it's it, it's the only thing that works. People say, oh, get up and do push-ups. I'm like, I ain't getting up and do push-ups at fucking two in the morning, dude. Right, right. I'm going to strut yeah. this one out. No, no, no. I, I've, I've always felt a, a big workout is never good before you go to bed. No, you know? I don't maybe, understand maybe like what a, people are talking about because my heart starts racing. Mm-hmm. Like a casual walk, maybe. I, yeah, I, I could see, see that, that. You know, uh, and some melatonin. I see you've or, been working. You've been at the gym. Oh yeah, lately. yeah. I, I was at the gym earlier. I think I burned seven hundred calories. I don't understand how I did it or how I didn't feel anything. I drank so much last night. Like I should be super hungover right now, and it just hasn't hit me yet. Maybe, Man. maybe I'm really good at the gym and really good at drinking. And just, what have you been doing? Combined. I see you've been walking or you've been running on the treadmill, but mm-hmm. like you lifting weights too? Yeah, yeah. I think last week I logged, it was a kind of a light week for running. I think I logged uh, seven miles, but at my highest, I think I did 12 in a week. Damn, uh, that ain't bad, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, there, was, there was one point where every time I went, went to the gym, I did a 5K. I saw you were doing like 3.24. Is that right? Or 30, it- 34 and a half was my, was my fastest I've ever done. I've ever done it. No, what's a 5K, though, as far as miles? Oh, sorry. Uh, three miles and a quarter. So, like, three and a quarter. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. been seeing, I saw that on your stories, man. I, can, yeah. I cannot hit three miles in a run. Really? Like, like I can run two miles because I've been consistently uh, been working out, too. And um, But for some reason, I think it's a mental thing, but I can't hit three miles. How do you, uh, uh, what do you do on the treadmill to I, I go, spice it up? I, I do the track. You run on a track. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That might be a little different because on the treadmill for me, it's fun. So what I'll do a lot of times is at work, if I have like like an hour or so to just like chill or whatever, I'll build a playlist for the workout. Mm-hmm. And I love doing it. Like, you know, because then you can look forward to watching music videos as you're running. I oh, Like that's my new thing is watching music videos as I'm running. You like rap music videos? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I was listening to Mac Miller earlier. See, I can't. Rap yeah. doesn't get me pumped for working out for some reason. I yeah. like rap, but I, I just can't. I like uh, that old school, like, uh, fucking Linkin Park and shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get me like wrong. I, I like all that Midwest white guy, yeah, that, straight uh, white guy <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, the, who's, who's the other? Seether. Seether, uh, yeah. fucking disturbed. Papa Roach. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> that yeah. shit. That's Stained. A, yeah, it's all what we did in the weight room. That's. I think it brings me back to the weight room in high school. Yeah, like football. I agree. I fucking, agree. Did you play football? Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have never fucking played. If I, I would have known what about the head injury, injuries, man. I played for eleven years, I think. Yeah. Man, I wonder yeah. why you're fucked. Up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that. That. And okay. So my whole story, right? When I was ten. I I, uh, I was chasing my sister around with a with a bat. It sounds it sounds a lot worse than what it is. We're just messing around. We're playing. You yeah, know? playing as kids. Yeah, and I tripped on the rug and I hit my head and I split it open, uh, 15, 20 stitches, whatever. Damn. Um. So there's that. I had I had bleeding on my head. Uh. Then I did football from fifth grade all the way to twelfth grade. 
after that, there's an award right there for, for my, a karate tournament. I got fourth place. Uh, I did karate for four or five years. And that was like full contact, like pedal to the metal. Like you got knocked out and Damn. bloody. And yeah, it was like full on MMA. So these last couple of years. At least your frontal face isn't fucked up. Yeah, right. Really? I mean, uh, where's the stitches at? Oh, it's their way back. Back of the head? Yeah, right there. Oh, shit. Yep, yep. Uh, So these last couple years have been like the first like times where my head is like taking a break from all that, uh, you know, this, the the injury or the the, the hits and Mm -hmm. concussions and so... uh, no, I know. I yeah. know. Yeah, it's uh, it's rough, man. Like, if I had a kid, I wouldn't put him through football, man. Unless he really fucking wanted to. That's yeah. That's but my thing. Yeah. I'd say golf or, um, or baseball. Baseball. Baseball's good. Um, something like something. I think te- being on a team's really something good to learn young. And my little brothers, they're smarter than hell, but they are too shy to join a team. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to tell them, like, hey, man, like you guys. Like my little brother's super good at basketball, yeah, but he won't join the team because he's in. He doesn't want to be bad at something. I'm like, dude, it's That's, you got to learn. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be the best, man. That's but a you, terrible excuse. Yes, I know. That's like I tell him that all the time, dude. But they don't fucking listen to me. But the the kids on he is on quiz bowl this year. Okay, but, you know, yeah, there you I go. Guess there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I also did eat this lemon drop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love those. Fucking oh, so man. good. Um, the uh, the. The listeners are gonna hate you for uh, for eating on the on the mic, but uh, oh, some people hate that. There's yeah. a phobia. Well, it's the it's ASMR ish. Oh, isn't yeah. that a porn? It uh, can be. It can be, uh, but there, there's actual uh, whole YouTube video, YouTube uh, channels just for a- ASMR. I don't get the thing. I don't get it. How crazy is that? I don't like I you. Don't you understand. are just listening to someone eat pudding, or why? Like, I don't know. Why are people so fucking weird, man? I don't know. I don't. Well, uh, well, I think it's like uh, part of it is like we're running out of bandwidth. Like we're running out of ideas. Of yeah, like we need to do. Like we just we've reached that edge where that's why I'm telling you, man. My new fucking stick, and this is gonna be really fucking hard. But my new thing is gonna be fucking completely off the radar, dude. Off social media. Yeah. And I think I'm going to push that. I'm going to build a community around that, dude. Because I've been distracted lately. And I've quit drinking. I quit smoking. But I was like, man, I'm still kind of fucking distracted and shit. And I think it's the social media, man. Because I'm constantly thinking about what should I be posting. Or if I'm out, like, or like I'll take a picture or something. I'll be like, oh, I want to post this on my story. And then I'll look at it. And I'll be like, oh, no, that's kind of dumb. And then I'm like, why, don't, why am I spending 10 minutes fucking looking at my phone doing this stupid yeah, shit? Yeah, I, I, I'm just as bad as anyone. But for me, it's 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 just ideas. Like my, my parents and my family, when I go on Sunday dinner, because that's, that's, that's my tradition. I'm Italian. We go for a pasta oh, dinner nice. every Sunday. And the whole family's there. Uh, but they'll, they'll be like, hey, Joe, why do you... Why do you post all this stuff? Like you, you post so much stuff. And I say, one, I'm not sharing anything. So it's never someone else's stuff. It's always my idea. Um, yeah. And it's never like a picture or a meme or anything. Oh, you're not. Po- so your, your whole thing is you're not sharing other people's stuff. Right. It's all it's my all ideas. Creative so, stuff. Exactly. And I say it's just like comedy. You want to see what hits and what doesn't. But you're at the same time, jabbing. though, I feel like with... 
the way that people are pumping out content to, mm-hmm. today, people are throwing out a lot of half-ass ideas, and I'm I'm one of them. Yeah. Like, I'll throw something out because I think it's funny, but it's not really well thought out. Yeah. Just because I want to, I want to get something out there. I want to get a few fucking likes real quick. Yeah, you know see, what I'm saying. That, that that could that could lead to a problem if you're if you're just doing it just, just to, to get, get likes. Yeah, a little attention. And, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel, I'll feel like throughout the day I'll be like, oh, I need to post something because um, I need to get my hit. I need to get my dose. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that could. And be- I feel like a lot of people are like that though. Yeah, but at the same time, it can be great too. Like my. Uh, my brother, my older, my oldest brother, he, he has his own family, you know, wife, two kids, and my niece and nephews I never get to see because they're 11 hours away in Pennsylvania. And so this is, gives me an opportunity to actually see what they're doing, going to school, like going into choir, like all that stuff I can see. Yes, and, but the argument about that too, though, is that you're still, yeah, you're seeing their pictures and shit like that, and you might like them or say like cute or something like that. But are you talking to them? Are yeah. you talking to them on the phone? Right. Are you yeah. telling them you love them? Right. You know, like, yeah. that's the argument that, uh, like, even with, fr- like, say, friends that I haven't seen in years, but we were close at one time, mm-hmm. we still like each other's stuff on social media, and it kind of makes it feel like we still have a connection, even if we haven't spoke for years. Right, right. So, it's, it's, I feel like it's a It's double- a false sense of reality. Yeah, I feel like it's a double-edged sword. You know, just like anything else, yeah, it, of course. It, it can be great, it can be terrible. So, but I just think like my like I'm distracted. I, I, yeah. I have a hard time focusing on anything because I'm constantly thinking of of shit that I want to post. Or right? No, no, like yeah, I, I I agree. Yeah, and I, so I'm thinking like my whole my my thing. Um, like I was kind of talking to you about it earlier was just getting off of social media and just having like a podcast. And and I want to. I hate talking about things without having them getting them going, but like, mm-hmm. un, I want to call it unplugged and irrelevant because I'll feel irrelevant if I have no social media and I want to know what that feels like. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And it, I think it's a good thing. I think people are too attached to it. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. There, there was a guy on, uh, on Rogan's podcast and, and he uh, went away and survived in Alaska in this little house away from everything electronics away from tv away from and he just survived out there and just like killed what he ate he built his own house he did all this uh survival type stuff and when he was on the show he was talking to joe and was clueless on all of the news like of the latest on uh, on trump the latest on the election coronavirus like he had no clue about anything it was it was so now, strange to hear that see i don't want to get that disconnected yeah because i want to um i just want to get disciplined like i want to be like okay well i'm gonna take i'm gonna take 30 minutes in the morning to look up current events because mm-hmm. i still need to know what what the heck's going on right i don't want to be that disconnected i just don't want to be on social media necessarily yeah um, just cause, and I still want to be creative. I, I feel like it'll give me more time to read, give me more time to write. I've always, uh, always wanted to write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that noise? Uh, I don't, it's just a spring, I guess. It's so strange. It never usually does that. Dude, that is a weird. Is it mine? <laughs>
It ain't mine. I ain't touching it. It's yours. Yeah, it is mine. It is true. <laughs> it is true. Oh shit! Whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, you should you should talk to uh, to Kevin Smith. He's a local comic around here. What does um, he do? He's a uh, he has no social media, no Facebook, none of that. Really? And, and he has a podcast. And I looked at him. I was like, How do you have a podcast and not promote it? Like not. Posted anywhere? What do you What do you plan on doing with like? It, it, that would kind of make no sense if you had a podcast and like and yeah. nowhere to. But yeah. but that's the that's if you can get people on board through word of mouth. And like I think I think that's what would because it's like like look at Dave Chappelle. He doesn't use any. I mean, he, granted, he's already famous. Yeah. So he doesn't really need to use social media. But what? God damn it! It's still doing it. <laughs> Sucks. Um. So yeah, the mystique of uh, Dave Chappelle—that's what attracts people to his shows because he don't post nothing. He don't. He's kind of off. Whatever he says at a show, like, like, like Mark Norman, dude. He can fucking fire off jokes all day on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know how he does it, but you kind of see him so much, and all of his jokes. I don't really feel the need to go watch him. That's just me. Oh wow! I see him enough. Wow! So you're you're going like, I, I I'm saying the I'm, mystique of like I'm already consumed with it. So it's, yeah. So what's yeah. the? But yeah, there there is that weird idea that I I feel almost as if Burt Reynolds, and eh, I think Michael Caine's still alive. Yeah. So like the old time actors, they would come out with movies, and no one really knew how they learned their lines, how they knew acting. How they knew anything? They didn't know about their house. They didn't know what car they drived. None, none of that. There was like a, a weird mystery behind why are they famous and what do they do all day and, and that whole thing with social media and YouTube videos and TV. There, the the death of the mystique in actors is gone. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? know, and you know, in the ins and outs of everybody's. You know who's dating who. You know who's fucking mm, who. It's exactly. like. It's such a weird thing. I think what we what's gonna be popular next, seriously, is being off the radar. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I think that is the next cool thing. Mm-hmm. Is gonna be like, hey, dude, don't 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 be posting all your shit. Now, let's say you just have a podcast, or you just I mean, let's say you do a podcast slash YouTube, so where you do your podcast and your promotion is doing a video of your podcast, throwing it on YouTube, mm-hmm. and that could be your promotion as well. And then when you're not fucking jumbling around with Instagram and doing your stories all day and shit, you write a book and then you sell it on Amazon and also plug your podcast. That's another way to get it out there. That's another. I don't think Twitter and Instagram and Facebook's really the end all be all with that. Right, right. But I, w- w- with starting out in comedy, it's kind of uh, it's kind of unavoidable. Like you almost it have seems to, necessary. You, yeah, you almost have to in a way. But you don't though. You don't. Yeah. I feel like you jump on the bandwagon, man. Like, everybody's doing it. It's not as cool to me. It's like, what is everybody not doing? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it might sound lame, but it's Mm -hmm. like, I just don't want to be like, like, it's hard for me to catch up, man. Yeah. I feel like I'm always, I feel stressed out with social media because I'm like, dude, I'm not, how do I gain followers? How do I, and why do I even give a shit, man? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not making any money right now. Uh-huh. I should focus on fucking creating something rather than worrying about if I get two or lose two followers. Uh-huh. Why don't I sit down and write a joke rather than wasting my fucking time thinking about 
yeah. one or two and then, followers. And then the idea of what if I did have 200 people like my status? How would I feel then? The same. Like it, you, Probably you, the you same, yeah. You, you don't change really. Like It's not, it's not going to be like, oh my God, I feel so important. Now I can rest easy and all my life is just handled and just fine. No, it's never going to be like that. It's no. always conflict. I said this on, on prior podcasts and uh, the one you can go and listen to is Nick Kelly. And I said the the description of every day is you wake up, you have a problem, you either face that problem or you don't. Then afterwards you reflect and then you move on. That is the description for every day a human is on earth. Right? Yeah, I would say, yeah. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. So if you just look at, you know, how many different problems there are, social media could definitely expose a lot of those different problems and make it harder for you to get around and, you know, always con- if you if you fill your head with that. But also like comparing yourself to other people too. I don't like do it. Like yeah. like I'm constantly doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's like what are like I'm looking at people and I'm like, dude, how come this guy's like so intelligent or cool or people like this person mm-hmm. i, I want to be liked man but then it's like well what are what work are you doing yeah this guy's fucking not worrying about that he's making his podcast he's making a fucking video right he's writing mm-hmm. and you're sitting here wasting your time looking at somebody's profile like why don't i have that exactly that's that's why i always admired frank zappa and i and you know to be honest with you i only liked maybe six seven songs but you know peaches and regalia Holy shit, that is a fucking great song. And if you ever do go to the Ann Arbor Showcase, that's the song that they play for the when they announce all the um all the comics. But he had this work ethic. Like he had a, a studio in his house, in his basement, and he would just go down there and create and create and create and leave everything at the door. Oh and yeah. Just fucking yes. go. He was a chain smoker and he would just go down there and just fucking smoke and just fucking write and and play instruments and just i mean granted a lot of his albums weren't the greatest thing ever but if you have a studio in your house you're gonna release a lot of albums it's yeah just yeah kind of gonna happen you're just gonna <laughs> create content yeah yeah so that was his addiction is the work and i've always admired that about him is that it wasn't uh it wasn't out of the ordinary for him to put in 16 hours in the in the studio a day and just no, work man. and that's, work that's, and work that's and cool. work. Not give a fuck about who's on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Not caring about the news. No, he's working. He's doing his shit. And it's so easy to 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 do that. To not well to not work like that, but to to look at the news or to look at who's on, like you said, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, and and dude, I fall victim to that, man. Like I just won't have so many aspirations, but I'm fucking wasting my time on stupid shit, like mm-hmm. comparing myself to people or fucking laying in bed and scrolling. Yeah. Like what are you, what are you doing, mm-hmm. man? Like get get off your ass and um, do something. I mean, I've been working on it though. Like the no alcohol thing. It's dude. I've dude. I haven't fucking done my dishes in fucking probably yeah. years, dude. But now I'm fucking <laughs> like sober and bored dude all my dishes are done i'm looking around like what the fuck do i do now yeah exactly you know so it's like clean yeah it's like cool it's like um you know so i'm starting to get that but i think um the next thing is the the phone thing Mm -hmm. i gotta get that under control yeah uh they do sell flip phones with limited internet so like you can 
go on the internet, but it's kind of. I think GPS difficult. is mandatory for me, dude. Yeah. Like I kill. Okay. I don't. Yeah. Like yeah. like. I can live without the Facebook and Instagram shit, but dude, I can't get around. Mm-hmm. Can you get? Well, you're used to be a driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can't either. You yeah. can't either. Uh, you're uh, addicted the, to the GPS. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same exact way. It's just that I I know like there's there's people that have that just go into uh, the GPS. Like my grandparents, they don't know how like that whole thing works. They know you know like north, south, east, west. They know actual direction, but if the, if you gave them a GPS, they really wouldn't know uh, how to how to work that thing. Like it wouldn't it wouldn't help yeah, it them would. at all. It takes a person a lot of years to actually learn how a GPS works. Dude, it, all you it might do is plug weird. in an address. No, no, I get that, but there's different roads, and you got to look up to where. Oh you're, yeah, where and then it'll seeing. tell you which yeah which uh, road to go down or mm-hmm. which exit you're about to take or whatever. And sometimes there's not an entrance, and then you got to go to the next street and cut yeah. over. And, there's a ton of different tricks and and see I'm just stuff I, that, that that the GPS doesn't tell you. Yeah, makes sense, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I'm just I can't do like I used to work at a place where I'd have to meet truck drivers and they'd be like, "Oh, meet me on the north side of the building." I'm like, "Dude, that does not help me at all." Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. dude, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Fuck, man. Um, but do you? I subscribe to this idea. When I write, it's as if I clean my room. So. My description is, if you clean your room, you feel better about yourself. You feel like, wow, I did something. I was disciplined enough to, you know, find an order and stuff, put stuff away, throw stuff, some stuff away and, you know, put that in a pile and then hang that thing up or whatever it is. I feel that way with writing. Like once I write, it's like there, there's an order. There's my brain. You feel better afterwards. On paper. And I'm, and I'm good for a couple, you know, for a couple hours or whatever. And it refreshes you like it 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 gets yeah. all those lagging you know strings that are in your head and it just well right? it, it it makes sense I, I just read a book have you read the art of war or art of war war the war, war of, of art, art. Yeah. yeah yeah that that one yeah yeah uh i i know i know a lot about it just because of joey diaz and joey diaz talks oh does he like he, he like that book fucking lives by it but he he said his biggest the biggest takeaway from that that book, from what I've heard, is the resistance. Yeah, the resistance. The resistance. What what are you able to to go past and go through? Like walking, the hardest part about going to the gym is walking in the door. Yeah, absolutely. Once you walk in the door, everything will fall into place. So that's resistance. When you pass through, that's the resistance. And people don't want to pass through because it's difficult. Yeah, and that's right. uh, and same with with writing. From at least what a lot of creatives say is like, people think that if they just wait around, an idea will hit them. It's like no, you got to sit down for an hour a day, and mm-hmm. that's where the ideas come from. Right? You, you can't you can't walk around and be like, oh man, something's gonna hit me today. It's like no, you need to sit your ass in that seat and start typing. See, that's 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 strange. Is that every time that I've written a blog, it's never come out as a joke. Every time that I've kind of drove around and just bounced ideas around, that's when the jokes usually hit me. So, like, well, exactly what you said is, like, it. We're, I, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. I really can't. But I'm not going to say I'm going to stop writing because I won't. It's it's. I think everybody's – I think ideas come to everybody differently. Yeah. But I think what they mean is is just, like, you need to have that time right. to, like, sit down and do this. Ideas are going to come to you. And Stephen King, he the way he says it is – 
the ideas that stick is those the, those are the ones that he writes about. Like he don't even write shit down. He don't write shit down on a in a in a notepad if he gets an idea. Really? He's like, dude, if I have this idea and it sticks in my head for a month, mm-hmm. it's a good one. I like the uh, the old stories. I mean, you know, I'm an addict, so it's a, it's 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 it, it it makes it attractive to look at other addicts and see the success. Like I've I've always looked at and admired Hunter S. Thompson. Because through all the drugs, through all the smoking, through all that crazy lifestyle, he created some pretty magical stuff. When Stephen King started uh, his first like five books or six books, and uh, he talks about this in the 80s, he was addicted to blow. He smoked cigarettes, he <laughs> drank all the time. He just, he just yeah. fucking wrote the craziest shit he could ever think of. And that was Carrie, I think. Yeah. That was, um, what's the one about the dog? Uh, um, Cujo. Uh, Cujo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like the early, early works were all fucking drugs. Oh, man, yeah. And yeah. I I, uh, I love that story, um, Carrie. It was his first book. He was trying to write as a perspective of a woman. And um, he started writing it, and he got a couple chapters in. And he was like, man, this fucking sucks. So he threw it away. Wow. And then his wife, uh, Tabitha, she looked in the trash can, luckily saw the pages in there, pulled it out and said, no, man, you're doing this. This is great. You need to keep writing. Yeah. And like, crazy. I feel like, um, like Jaime the other day when he got me to do stand up that night that we were over there at Kaz's and all that shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I only went out because he hit me up and he said, dude, you're funny. You need to come out. Mm-hmm. I love and Jaime. I feel like, I'm dude, just, he's a great guy. He's the, he's the best. He's he, a fucking he really great is. guy, man. Yeah. I feel like yeah. a lot more people need to be like. He's so warm um, and just nice. Like that. Yeah, like yeah. encouraging for people because I'm not comparing myself to Stephen King, but I'm comparing Jaime to like a t- Tabitha. Right. Like, hey, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're funny. You need to come um, try this again. And sometimes it, you just need friends to, to do that. Yeah. And it felt really nice. He's a great guy, man. And then you meet some guys that. You can't really put your your finger on it. You think it might be a little mental illness. It might be some things that they're handling. Like they'll look at you with like thousand mile stare. And, and com- you just in comedy, yeah. And you see Dude, those I met guys some weirdos, in and comedy. you're just like, you almost want to, you almost want to take them out back and be like, dude, what's your life story? Because like, y- y- there's something going on, and yeah. I I don't know what it is, but the, it's you are different than everyone else. Yeah. And you see those people, and some of them drop out. A lot of them drop out and don't do it anymore. I've met a ton of people from when I first started that aren't doing it at all, and just well, it's a tough, a it's a tough and, business, man, because it takes it really does take persistence. Oh yeah, and and, and just, it's and it's mentally draining. It's it's uh yeah oh yeah and sure. and the, and the pressure and um you you t- your family finds out, and the next thing you know, they're like you, dude. The worst thing that I fucking heard, like from my fucking family mm. was literally and granted my mother was drinking mm. but i went inside to grab a beer and i told them that this is what i wanted to do i wanted to do something like this some some kind of entertainment yeah and i went inside to grab a beer didn't shut the door all the way but my mother was outside talking to my stepdad mm-hmm. and my mom said lou you know she said You're, he's never gonna make it you heard him at the show He's not very good. Yeah. And dude, that was the most crushing thing. Like, Demoralizing. Like, dude, yeah, I, I, yeah, like, I couldn't yeah. fucking... I, I still think about that. I'm like, dude, 
like I just you know, and the family find there's just a bunch of pressure to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And and part of that is that everyone can do it. Like not everyone can can pick up a guitar and start playing and then learn it. That kind of takes a special talent or like a painter or something like that. That takes like a special talent. A lot of people try comedy. And the reason why there's so few of them that tour around is because it's the weeding out process. It's that it's that you have to have that relentless nature to you that you're going to say, motherfucker, I'm good. Okay, yeah. pay me fucking money or we're, we're, I'm out. You know what I mean? You've got to have that like just unabashed. Come in there, fucking rock the mic, and just get in his leave. That's yeah. just it's just part of the deal, it, and it's it got to come from you. Like yeah. you're you got to be your own boost. Mm-hmm. Like you're not gonna really get it from many people. Exactly. The the other day, I, I went to uh, Gratiot Pub for the open mic, and I I played Slayer on the way there, and I was fucking pumped, pumped up, dog. And it just yeah, I had a great show, and it was just. You know, I just, sometimes you just need that fucking energy, man. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, you just get up there and just first thing I do when I grab the mic is I scream. What up, motherfuckers? Yeah, let's do this. Get you her know? going. Yeah, yeah. You just got to get yourself psyched, man. It's just because it, some of those guys you see, you just like. I, I think I could fall asleep. Oh uh, yeah. To your to your comedy, you know, some of those yeah. guys they just no energy, and it's just. Do you believe in anything that you're saying? Like yeah, but that's, I think that's a lot of uh, lack of confidence too. Yeah, and I I'm not an expert in any of this. Well, I, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm not a. I'm a fucking comedy fan, dude. I can mm-hmm. I can pick it out. But for me, you know, what are your what, what are your favorite podcasts? How about that? My favorite podcasts. Yeah. I listen to Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, mm-hmm. and um, Theo Vaughn. Okay, yeah. I got you. You seem like a sort of Theo Vaughnish. I, I see that. Yeah, I love yeah. Theo Vaughn, dude. And the way that you talk, you have kind of like a, uh, a a southern accent. People say that. I don't yeah. know. And 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 not. Uh, you're definitely not like of the caliber of uh, a Bill Hicks, but like I hear certain things, and I'm like, that sounds like Bill Hicks. It's weird. It's Fucking really Bill strange. Hicks guy. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking wish. Yeah. Damn, dude. I. It's it's. It's hard to, I don't know. You mean when I'm talking or when I'm doing comedy? When you get soaked into it and you're just riffing, uh, an occasional Southern thing will come out. And I don't even think you're aware of it, but it'll just naturally come out and it sounds just like Bill Hicks. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. What the fuck? It's so strange. Yeah. Dude, what if I was fucking reincarnated Bill Hicks? That'd be great, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's, he's, I don't know if he'd make it today, would he? I don't know. I th- I feel like he wouldn't do comedy. He would just do spoken word. Like I, I never thought that Bill Hicks was funny, and I know really. The- yeah, I know that even the- right now that comedy fans are just like fucking just yelling at the at the at the radio right now. But, <laughs> but I I just I thought he was interesting. I thought he had good points, and He's I thought his- he made sense. And I could sit there and watch him for an hour and not laugh too much. It's just. He could have been. He's a good. He could have been a good political figure. Yeah, like that's a really true. good. Like, uh-huh. but he had he has crazy ideas. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. I mean, you could never be a politician and be pro psychedelics. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, that just does not. You would. You were not going to give. But you got to. I mean, look at all these politicians now. They fucking got to take up some kind of religion. Yeah. Look at Trump, dude. Mm-hmm. He wasn't a. He's not. He was never a very hardcore Christian, but all of a sudden now. Yeah. You know, well, it's in the national anthem, so I mean, 
Yeah. Yeah. And you gotta be under God. And it's just, it's kind of like built in, you know, they were all, uh, what was it? Is it Presbyterian? No. Um, Protestant. They're all Protestants. Protestants. Yeah. That's just normal Christianity. Mm hmm. But it's it's really not normal, man. That shit's fucking whack. It's all voodoo, dude. That's yeah. all it is. You're not I, religious? No. Okay. All I right. mean, I get where they're coming from, man. I don't think... Uh, they don't mean harm. They don't mean harm. Well, yeah. some of them might. Yeah, yeah. But Some of the serious ones. Yeah, some of the serious ones. I think, dude... Scientology. If, if you want to... Believe, Scientology, um, they hurt themselves. They don't, they're not really interested in hurting other people. So that's that's cool. But they do they do they get themselves in a hole, man. It's like fucking three hundred thousand dollars to get through all the levels, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And I, I would say more. Like Tom Cruise probably donated over a million. Oh, guaranteed. D- guaranteed. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. Uh, and how people fall into that trap. I mean, that's just a whole other story. But uh, um, I was a Christian for eighteen years. What got me away from Christianity mm-hmm. was literally a ten minute um, George Carlin's. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. The one yeah. where he's like, um, he's talking about uh, burning in hell forever and until the end of time. Have you heard that one? Uh, no, I don't think. But I he have. loves you. Yeah, you right. That right, one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, that one got me. Uh, it, literally a ten minute video. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't believe this anymore. A uh, uh, Ron White, a Ron White bit just came to me that uh, uh, he he got. He was doing some Catholic or religious jokes, and the crowd wasn't really liking it. And he was in like this small bar or club or whatever. And this guy wanted to pick a fight with him, so he went out to the parking lot. He's like, "Fuck you, man!" Like he was ready to fight. And he goes, "Oh, are you are you Catholic?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm Catholic." And he go, and then Ron White goes, "Oh, oh, you're Catholic? Then everything I said, why don't you forgive me?" <laughs> if you're gonna be christ-like then forgive me yeah dude that was a bill hicks bit was it i think so okay yeah definitely bill hicks maybe it was bill hicks yeah 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 he's like well uh just forgive me then yeah yeah, yeah it, was, okay, bill it hicks. was bill hicks okay not run white yeah yeah so you are bill so you laughed okay he is yeah, funny yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a good point yeah. <laughs> but i'm saying that the guys that really get me going are the ones that I saw. Who do you like? A, a couple months ago. Well, I, I do have my comedy wall right there. So there's oh, those some, are your some, favorites. Uh, I would say number one right now is Burt Kreischer. I, I can't. Really? I See, fu- I, I can't get into him, man. Dude, I have so much wine, and it's probably because of him. Like, and I've, and I've started to run in the treadmill. Dude, I, I'm like doing, I have a beard. Like I have a, I have <laughs> Are a, you Bert, dude? I have a dad bod. Like this, it's all making sense, man. Like, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I just think he tries too hard, man. You really? Yes. I th- yeah. I don't know why. I just think he tries too hard to be cool, man. Like yeah, to I fit guess. it, like to fit in. He, he does kind of have, but like I heard a, he is a fucking riot though to party with. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he was gotten involved in the Russian mob, so I mean, I'm sure <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I can admit this right now, and I don't know if I said it on the podcast before. Um, I cried to one of his episodes of, of what? Uh, yeah, of Bert the Conqueror. I did. Yeah. You, what the hell you, is Bert the Conqueror? You guys heard this here first. I cried to Bert the Conqueror in one episode. Um, Bert the Conqueror was uh, a show he did on Travel Channel, and he'd go to all the craziest. That's the Travel sh- yeah, Channel the, show. Yeah, the roller coasters, and, um, and, and he would. What did he do that you fucking cried? Uh, he, he came. He, uh, I was drinking. 
Okay, okay so, so yeah, tears come out sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in your feelings. Well, a little well bit. it was just the fact that I felt like I was on his level. Like he talks about drinking a lot, and I was drinking, and it was like it all just kind of made sense. But uh, the the whole thing is that he went up to uh, a a mom and his her son or her her daughter, and he goes, "You want to make your family better." Like, do you guys want to connect in a level you've never connected to? She was terrified to go on a roller coaster. And she and he goes to, to the two and goes, we're going to bond like we've never bonded before. And we're going to connect your family like you've never connected before. Do you want to do that? You want to do that? He's like, yeah, yeah, let's go do that. And so they, they went on the roller coaster all together. And she's terrified the whole time. And she's just doing it for her daughter. And I was what? like, oh, yeah, I was that like, is a good moment. I was like, holy shit. That's Damn. so crazy. Yeah. That- You're such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus hey, Christ, I'm man. Not, I'm not, hey, I, I, it happened. So I, I'm not going to say it didn't, you know, I'm not afraid of it, but it definitely did happen. And I was, yeah, I just was like, holy shit. Like this guy. Did you not have a like? Did you not have any good moments with your mother or something? Did that bring you back to maybe your childhood a little bit? Well, no, I had a great childhood. Really? Oh yes, very supportive family. Surprising. My parents never, (laughs) you know, were together. You know, never, never divorced. divorced? Mm, Really? Yeah, they still live in the same house I grew up in. What? Yeah, yeah, a mile and a half up the road. (laughs) Hey, does this pause? I got to piss. Oh yeah, no, no, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Tight. Sorry, bud. Yeah, no problem. All right. Yes, guys. So probably only going to do like another 10 minutes or so. So hang in there. Um, the uh, NCAA tournament is coming up. I don't know if you know that, guys. Um, I guess this is news with Simple Joe. Here we go. Um, uh, the March Madness is coming up. And the reason why I bring it up is because here in Michigan and Detroit, um, the uh, gambling has become legal, so uh, that'll make the NCAA tournament just slightly more interesting uh, for those of you who want to bet on some of the games and win some money, lose some money. You know, it's all part of the game. Uh, there is a 26-year-old comic named Taylor Tomlinson that just came out with a comic. If you guys are unaware, um, her and Sam Morrill, who is actually at the Comedy Castle today, um, I think he's doing, yeah, he, he's doing four shows. So yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and, uh, is that five shows? Sorry, five shows. Um, but yeah, it seems like they've got something good going. Like they, they write together and they create jokes together and it's always kind of a weird thing that two comics are, are in a relationship together. You never know how that's going to go and, and, and what's going to happen with it. But, um, all right, Micah has, uh, returned. Yeah. I got to sanitize, yes. man. Oh yeah, for sure. The fucking coronavirus, man. <laughs> I think that shit's all made up, dude. Yeah. I mean, the, here's my thing is that before Corona, when Trump was, was first going into election, it was, uh, Zika or no, it was Ebola. And then before that, when Obama was trying to run, for the second time, it was Zika. And then before that, it was, you know, it, it's always something. It's always some weird I'm going to hold this. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Whatever makes you feel more comfortable. Um, yeah, I got 
it's fucking tangled cords oh, all over. Oh fuck! Yeah, now you can lean back. Yeah, I like this, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was. Uh, that was my bitch moment, I guess, for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, what a bitch, man. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I fucking cried, dude. I I haven't shed a tear in a minute. Um, mostly because I haven't been drinking, dude. When I used to drink, man. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad to cry by yourself, dude. Mm-hmm. Like just like not fucking watching anything, not doing anything, dude. I would just sit there and I'd cry because I feel bad for myself. Mm-hmm feel sorry for myself and then i'm like i'm like dude uh, you know you know you fucking don't need it i dude i was uh, really what pushed me over the edge was december 26th the day before i decided no more alcohol well day after christmas day after christmas oh okay to 2019 i was on adderall weed liquor whoa and fucking two packs of cigarettes and i ended up going to the hospital Wow. Okay. Yeah. So my heart was beating out of my fucking chest, and I thought I was having a heart attack. Uh-huh. It was just an anxiety attack? Just anxiety attack. Thank yeah. fucking Christ. But still, it was enough to be like, dude. It can, feel, it can mimic it felt, a heart attack. It yeah. felt like a heart attack. Oh, you're talking and to the right guy. I've, I've been riddled with anxiety for years, for my whole life. So I know exactly what so you're So you know what it, what it feels like. I, I was hospitalized when I signed the papers to this house. And I saw that $183,000 in debt. And oh, I was like, geez. fuck, what am I going to do? Like, this is insane. What am, am, I, am I crazy? Why the fuck did I sign all those papers? <laughs> this is insane. Why would I do that? And you had a panic attack? Yeah, I just, yeah. And then they gave me a little bit of uh, ben, um, benzodiazepine. Yeah. You know, it was either Valium or Zan- one, of, one of those and calm right down. And I forget what they, they gave me something too, like a 0.5 or something. Calm me down. But... Yeah, I it did feel like a heart. It felt like I was going to I've never felt like I was going to die. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I was like, dude, you need to take care of yourself, dude. So that's ever since then, I dude, I've been to the gym. I haven't been drinking. I've been smoke I've been smoking cigarettes, man, which is crazy. I smoked cigarettes for 10 years. Wow. And January 21st was the last time I smoked. Uh they say it, it takes 20 years, I think, for your lungs to completely build back up and and as if they were new. I'm ready to go, so, dude. I'm ready to keep them going because, dude, I'm I am not, dude. I don't want to die, man. But I'm saying those that damage, it it it, it, can it will be, re, re yeah. regenerate. It just takes a while. It takes God, a long time. Thank yeah. Christ, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, the gym is really good. Uh, I I kind of wrote a joke about running, and I go, uh, uh, I know they say not to run from your problems, but I ran 15 miles last week, and I feel great. so yeah i mean jesus christ it really is one of those things though that when the 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 thing about running or working out that is irreplaceable to anything else is the breathing is the breath Mm -hmm. is that you go in there and you heavy breathe and um you get like the bad energy out it's a mental thing really that running is Mm -hmm. Uh, like i said i can't break that barrier of the three mile dude i I don't know, but I think I'm gonna build up. If you want to do it. it, yeah. I mean, it's it's it, doable. Yeah, it's definitely. I can do it for sure. I mean, I can run two miles just fine. I could definitely run three, but for some reason, I can't. Like, I'm like, I stop. I'm, yeah, and I'm just like, and then I hate myself for the rest of the night. Right, right. Fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I, dude, you can't. You're such a bitch, man. You can't finish that. Right, right. And 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 I worry about my heart because I'm like, dude, my heart's beating out of my chest. But then I'm like, dude. You didn't give a fuck about your heart when you're railing fucking lines off the counter. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like yeah. you were fucking doing lines of coke, just fucking. <laughs> but 
you weren't worried about your heart then, but now that you're doing something good for your heart, you're exactly. fucking worried about it. You yeah. little fucking punk, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, it, for me, alcohol has always been a binge thing. So like, I'll wait till the weekend, and I'll do, I'll drink a lot, and then I won't for the next four or five days, and I'll just drink water, eat clean, you know, no big deal. With with anything else, it's always been I've done it once. And then the next day, I don't want to do it. You know, like I, I have... Like a, like a amphetamines or something like that? Like an Adderall or, or something? Or, or, or Vicodin. Like I, I took a uh, 1,000 milligrams of Vicodin one time. And I drank a couple beers. And I was feeling really... Jesus Christ, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, was feeling, I was feeling really good. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, but the next day, I didn't like seek out to buy more. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you I didn't. Yeah, you were good. I was like, that was fun. Now today's a new day. We're not going to do that. Yeah. You well, know. that's fucking good, man. Not a lot of people can do that yeah. or say they've done that. A lot of, a lot of people, all it takes is one time. I'll tell you what, though. Benzo, benzo uh, I was uh, prescribed Xanax for a while, and that stuff was hard to kick. Yeah, it really is. Um, that stuff. The Oof. doctor gave me Klonopin, um after the, I got out of the hospital. I went to a regular doctor. He gave me Klonopin, and It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. same stuff. Um, and then... Um, he gave me an antidepressant, I forget, Trentilix, that's what it was called. And I started taking both of them and I was feeling good. But then I was like, dude, like you need to try to give yourself a chance without drinking to see if you really need the antidepressants and need the anti-anxiety medication. Mm-hmm. You need to eat right, go to the gym, not drink, try to get on a normal sleep schedule. And if you still can't get out of bed, then get the antidepressants. Mm-hmm. But give yourself a fucking healthy chance first before you go to taking pills. Yeah, no, I agree. I fully agree. So, so I'm all, I, I'm not. I haven't been taking them. And the sleep one is a big thing. Sleep's fucking huge. That's man. a big, big thing. If you're but not getting the right sleep, you're just you're you're a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that's, you're out. Yeah, that's it, it. Sucks to think about that. A third of your life is is done with just by sleeping, but you need it. Like that's <laughs> that's like a critical thing. Yeah, my you know? guy, I remember my grandpa always used to tell me because I'd sleep for fucking 12 hours at their house and he'd knock on the door and be like, dude, you better get up, man. You're going to sleep half your life away. Yeah. And I always laughed. I'm like, that's stupid. But now that I think about it, I'm like, dude, if I do sleep fucking 12 hours a day, uh-huh. like, you literally are going to sleep half your life away. Right. But why is that a bad thing? Sleep's great, man. Death will be the fucking best sleep you'll ever get. Oh, yeah, definitely. One of my favorite fucking quotes about death mm-hmm. is... um. I think I read that. You, did you read it? About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it's really uh, interesting. I do not fear death. I was dead for billions and billions of years before this and never missed out on anything from it. Right. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah, you were dead before. Yeah, it's like, what, yeah. what were you missing out on? Mm-hmm. Dude, this life is fucking weird, man. I yeah. question it all the fucking time. All, Dude, every waking moment. If I'm in a conversation like this, I'm here. Mm. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in this land. But if I'm sitting by myself, I'm looking around and I'm like, dude, how the fuck do I keep waking up in this weird fucking world, dude? And then certain things will happen. Like uh, I was listening to The Bonfire uh, with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Love that guy. Oh, one of, one of my favorite shows uh, on the radio. Anyway, he was talking about uh, Cherry Hill Festival. And it was like an artsy festival. And on the side, they did comedy. So he was one of the comics. And lo and behold, I'm passing this road. And what is it? Cherry Hill Road. 
What? As he's fucking, I was like, this, I've entered the fucking twilight zone. This is, yeah. And certain things will happen if you notice them in life. Yeah, but are they coincidences? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Dude, it is so weird to be alive, man. Joey Diaz said that uh, a while back. He goes, um, he was talking to someone and he goes, yeah, it kind of feels weird. You know, I, I do blow a lot. And I, you know, I, I do it like four days a week and I'm kind of addicted to it. And the lady goes, you think this world is weird when you're on blow? It'll be even weirder when you're sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It is strange when you're sober, yeah, man. You start thinking, yeah. you start looking around. It's like, dude, my mom, she'll be like, dude, why are you always fucking bouncing around from job to job? Why are you always fucking acting crazy and shit? And I'm like, mom. I wake up every fucking day in this 3D fucking world Mm -hmm. looking around and asking people, hey, man, why are we fucking here? And nobody has a clear answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, say Christianity. Let's say um, it was the Big Bang. It's like none of those none of those things make any sense to me. Yeah. Give me. Nobody has a fucking even the scientists don't even have a solid answer for me. Nobody has an answer. That's yeah. going to drive me fucking nuts. You know, it's, uh, you know, it describes that perfectly is, um, um, who is it? Uh, I forget. Uh, Men in Black. So he's trying to get Will Smith to join uh, the, the whole thing. And he goes up to him and goes, uh, a thousand years ago, everyone knew that we were the, we were the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everybody knew the earth was flat. And five minutes ago, you thought that we were alone in this planet. <laughs> what will you know tomorrow? <laughs> and it's like, holy shit. Dude, that's crazy, it, man. Like, it changes your whole mentality. Like, yeah. what the fuck? It's so weird. Yeah, it Dude. is strange. And it's only going to get weirder. I've had too many acid trips, man. There's mm-hmm. been times where I've literally thought that everything was fake. I thought literally... But like, in like a freak out way, in a paranoid way, or but in like, no, like in a, like leg- in a legitimate way, I thought everything was. So you're you're okay with it. You I was okay just, with it. Okay, I was like, hey man, that's fun then. Like, yeah, it was fun, but it still like freaks me out from time to time because I'm like, what is reality? And everything could potentially be fake. Let's say I've already got in ten car accidents before. But in my mind, I wake up back in my bed, and the day before where that accident was, quote-unquote quote accident, mm-hmm. never happened in my mind. It was, it's just, I just wake up back in my bed, the day before that, business as usual. Yeah. I, I might have been dead fucking 10, 20 times, 30 times, 100,000 times, but I'm stuck in this reality. But I, I think you've got to kind of look at it at sort of like an agnostic angle, like... You might not believe in God, true, but you can't not believe that there 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 isn't a God. You know what I mean? No, yeah, like absolutely. Everything might be fake. At the same time, everything might be real. It, it's got to be both ways. You can't just look at everything yeah. might be fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got to be both ways. Something. It's definitely the the, upper, the the option of both makes sense. Yes. And if you think about it too much, you'll drive yourself mad. So I like to stay in reality. I like to say that the, all of the, I like to say for the most part, everything's real. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes I will get on those tangents where I'm like thinking, what if 
you are actually me. What if I'm in this house right now mm-hmm. talking to myself? But in re- but in my reality, I'm talking to you, but you don't even exist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, and like for a crazy person, the crackhead talking to themselves on the side of the street, for you, you're like, dude, that guy's whacked out. For them, they're fucking talking to somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do you know you're not that guy? Right. And mm-hmm. the, when I go to the military, <clears throat> I've told this to my military friends before. They think I'm fucking nuts, which granted I might be. <laughs> but um, when I go to the military, sometimes I think... What if I'm actually in a mental hospital and, like, I think I'm going to the military. Right. But yeah. in re- all reality, I'm going off to this camp where they're actually l- watching me. Everyone's playing a trick and, on you. Yeah, yeah. Like, not a trick, but like, hey, man, you know, you can play those army games. We'll let you do that. But you're actually uh-huh. fucking a psycho. Yeah, no, I, I kind of think about that when, uh, when, I, when I go to work and, and things are kind of strange and they... Like you'll get, you'll have to drive somewhere and, you know, get a delivery or whatever, and it won't happen the way that you wanted it to. And I'll always in the back of my head think, is is someone playing a trick on me? Like, is this, Yeah. is it, this is so strange. Why, why would that person turn there? And then, you know, like it just, is it like the Truman show? Little deal. Yeah. 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 Dude. (laughs) It's a strange thing. Who the fuck knows, man? We don't know anything. We really don't know anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But everybody, everybody somehow thinks they have the answer. Mm-hmm. I like to stay. I don't have any answers, but I like to imagine. I agree. It's it's a weird fucking world, man. Yeah, but I love it. I love being alive, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. really do. Mm-hmm. I and I was thinking about speaking of good things. I was thinking about suicide the other. Day. <laughs> Oh, really? Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Not for me personally, but I was like, I stubbed my toe, and I was like, I wonder if anybody's ever killed themselves over fucking something as simple as stubbing your toe. Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what is the last straw? I, yeah. I, I, I do sometimes think about that. Like, like what what, what if what, what if you have a bag of M&Ms, and, and you put one in your hand, and if it's not green, then you, can, then you kill yourself? Like, for the dumbest reason. You know, and you write it down on a piece of paper. Uh. Like, I killed myself because I didn't get a green M&M. <laughs> like, <laughs> for the dumbest reason, you know? I guess that's kind of like Russian roulette. God, yeah. Dude, could you imagine yeah. playing that fucking game? Oh, yeah. Could you imagine your fucking heart racing, dude? Yeah. Damn. That's nuts. That's fucking crazy, man. Those guys are whacked out, man. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, dude, what if... some Somebody's probably definitely killed themselves over some stupid shit. Like, hey, man, I, I have to go present a speech in class. Mm-hmm. They probably was like, I don't want to do this speech. Yeah, no, public speaking is one of the scariest things you can do. Yeah, you know? and that's I think stand-ups actually helps out a lot in regular life, too. Like, if you go to your job and have to do a presentation or something, mm-hmm. you're what, you're better off yeah. than most people. You can make people, you can break the ice by making people laugh. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and a lot of times, it's like the tackiest joke. Oh, yeah. You know, it doesn't... The, those business people, that's that's all they need. Yeah, and then and then when when we go on stage, we're thinking about, like, the best of the best. Like, what what what, could, what zingers can I come up with now? Yeah. And you're like, well, I made my boss laugh with this joke. So normal people don't really need, like, this crazy concept, these, you know, ups and downs and weird wording and vocabulary. Sometimes it's just going to be simple, yeah. subtle, mm-hmm. fucking joke, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I just saw Dusty Slay. Um, that guy cracks me up. Man. Oh, great. <laughs> Fucking great. How was he? He was awesome. He was awesome. 
uh, having a good time. We're having uh, a good yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he touches his hat a lot and he touches uh, his nose or he put, puts uh, his glasses up a lot. And then he touches like the side of his belt. He goes, guys, I think I might be a third base coach. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ, man. So in the pocket. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's so good, man. But uh, yeah, it was cool meeting him. I, I asked him about, uh, so when you pass through Alabama, the state line, there's a sign that says Sweet Home Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I was like, did the sign come first or did the song? He goes, the song first, and then they did the sign after the song. It's like, wow. That would really? Be, yeah. And okay, want to multiply it even more? Leonard Skinner, the band who created that song, wasn't even from Alabama. They all were born in Jacksonville, Florida. So what the fuck are they doing? How weird? About- how crazy is that? Isn't that that is fucking strange. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell they were they singing? They just they just thought it probably sounded good, or they were high. Yeah, <laughs> they were probably super oh, fucking yeah, high. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I could see, I could see the lead singer definitely, definitely oh. snorting a lot for sure. Like that, those other those, those southern boozers, there's there's nothing quite like them. You know, like they they are unabashed. You know what I mean? Like if you live in California and you're drunk, like you're probably the worst person on the planet. Like you, you are just like the scum of the fucking earth down in Alabama. Everyone's alcoholics. They don't give a fuck. Oh no. Yeah. They don't care. You pay your bills. You go to work. That's all they care about. It's a way of life. That's that's fucking it. You know? But is it a bad, I mean, is it a bad way to live? I don't know. Yeah. That's why I don't even judge people for fucking drinking, man, anymore. Because like, not even, what is a good way to live? Nobody has that answer either. I don't even for smoking. If you want to smoke, you smoke, you know, whatever. Yeah, but fucking, dude, smoking is so bad for you, dude. It is. I mean, like, dude, I've felt so... I shouldn't be 24 and fucking out of breath, dude, Mm -hmm. on the way up staircase. Yeah. Like, it is just... It rips you up, man. To to move out... uh, I was in a rental house before I was in here, and to move into that place... um, I, I had, you know, obviously I had to get the U-Haul and move it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, when I was smoking and I didn't go to the gym and I was overweight. Oh, you were a, sm- a cigarette smoker? Brief, like a year, a year and a half, maybe. It wasn't long because I was a, I was a driver. I was on the road. Oh, it makes sense. You know, and, and no one could tell me what to do. I don't, didn't, a lot of drivers smoke. I wasn't married. Yeah. Like I didn't have kids. Like it didn't you matter. You just needed something to do in the truck. The honest to God reason and I have the Motorhead tattoo on my shoulder because I love Motorhead. I would I would watch videos of Lemmy and how cool he made smoking. And I was like, that guy. <laughs> you fell for the cool thing, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. I was like, this guy is getting Jesus. laid every other day. And he's a fucking rock star. And he smokes Marlboro Reds. And I'm like, I need, <laughs> yeah. I need some Marlboro Reds, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I See, re- you smoked Marlboro Reds, man. Those are good. Oh, fuck. I could. Actually, Die for a marb red right now. No, actually, uh, if I could afford it, I would get the black. Black reds? Yeah. 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 Those... But smoking is expensive, man. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking expensive habit. I've noticed since I quit smoking and drinking, there was fucking a, like, a couple times where I went three, four days without spending a dollar. That's never happened in my whole entire life. Wow. Okay. So now I can fucking just be poor and happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, because before I was like poor and fucking sick. Right. Now I'm like, oh, well, I got a little bit of money in my pocket, and I'm not fucking hacking up oysters, as they call it, which is the black shit that happens when you... <coughs> right, right, right. You like that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I never, I never, but you never got the oysters probably after smoking a year. Nah, nah, but I, but I, but, uh, so we, we, we moved into this place and, and like I said, I was smoking, uh, I was overweight and I never went to the gym and I don't know how I moved. I don't know how it happened. Like, I just remember I wanted to die. Like I, how did you get anything done? That's what I mean. I was up and down the stairs like 25, 30 times, whatever it was moving. It's just. You feel better now? It was You feel hell, healthier? Hell. Oh, yeah. 100%. See, that's why I like drinking, is that I can do it and stop, and it's fine. I don't like a continuous addiction. I hate that. Like, smoking was like every day, cigarette, every day, cigarette, every day, cigarette. You're yeah. You're always thinking about it, even when you weren't doing it. It's like there's a, per, a spot in your head where it's, it's like social media, like we're talking before, to bring yeah. it all back together. When I get anxious, I would go out for a cigarette, and yeah. it could be every four minutes. It's that there's a, a nook in your brain where it's taking up space. Yeah. And when you get rid of that addiction, it's gone. Dude, I feel so much, I feel so yeah. strong from getting rid of cigarettes. Yeah. The alcohol, a little bit, yeah. Alcohol was a, actually a major problem for me. I got in a lot of trouble. Like, when I, one day I went up to Max Comedy Club, or a Max Comedy Bar yeah. in Lansing. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. And... One of the last straws, besides going to the hospital, was I got fucking hammered, dude. It was 60 comics, 60 seconds or something like that. And I went and did that. And I did really good for Uh 60 seconds. And so I wanted to treat myself, of course. So I fucking got hammered and then ended up doing coke with this dude, this regular at the bar all fucking night. Oh, wow. Dude, we went to fucking fire to fire to fire all around Lansing. Next thing you know, I'm getting waken up by the cops on some front porch whoa damn. yeah and i'm like what's yeah. going on and they said you were trying to beat into get into this person's house whoa yeah so okay. i was like dude what do you mean and they said dude you were literally trying to kick down the front door whoa wow yeah see I, i've never gotten that though I, I would say the big low there's been a lot of low points but i would say the big one is uh a while back i went to grand rapids um to or no no, no i was was that no i was in ann arbor uh, and, and I was watching, a sh- I was watching, uh, Andrew Schultz. Ah, oh, dude, I bet that would be fun. Yeah. And, and I, and I got there at like six, I started cracking beers of drinking the whole time. And then I went to a bar started drinking there, went to, you know, the showcase started drinking there. Like the whole day was all drinking. And, uh, then afterwards I went to a bar and drank there more. So I remember, um, I couldn't find the hotel. Because it was a chain place. It was like a Holiday Inn or something. So you're fucking lost. I went to three different ones. Oh, Jesus All Christ, around man. the city. And I kept telling the Uber driver, hey, go to the Holiday Inn. Went to that one. Walked in. I was like, this isn't the right place. <laughs> got another Uber. Walked in. Wasn't the right place. The third time, I finally got to the right place. Because there's three of them. That was your bottom? That was your low? Your I don't low? know. I mean, that, that was kind of a, that was kind of <laughs> that's embarrassing. That's a pathetic story, dude. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of embarrassing. So, oh man, that's what I said. I, I don't, I don't, I don't really. I just no. You didn't, you didn't, you don't get too out of control though. Yeah, like I you drink. just missed your fucking yeah. hotel two times. Yeah. The, I wish that was my worst night. The, the other one, I would say, and this is a long, long time ago. Do you black out at all? Um, Sometimes, rarely. rarely. I mean, it see, that a, was me like every night. It that's takes what. a lot. Um, and 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 if I'm at a house party, or if, if I'm at if I'm at my own house, and we're throwing a party. Everybody knows that I'm wasted uh, when I when I change clothes. Ah. I don't know why I love to change clothes and walk out and feel like a different person. 
You know what I mean? What like, if it is, man? You got fucking split personalities, dog? I don't know. Like, I, I'd love to, like, get... Uh, it's like, this is fucking socializing. To put on Joe. some wacky clothes. Oh, yeah. And, and just walk out and, like, Joe, what are you wearing? And then it's like, I don't know. It just... You got, like, a hot dog outfit on. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got an astronaut. Oh, really? Uniform. So, yeah, I could, I could wear that. But, oh, damn. Uh, the other one I would say was... Um, we were at a house party and we were out in like the wilderness mm-hmm. and it just felt so calm. Like you didn't hear any of the city traffic. You looked up, you saw every star in the sky and it was just the coolest night and it just drinking, drinking, drinking the whole time. And, uh, I got tunnel vision. Like I literally couldn't see left or right. I could just see like straight ahead. Man. It was literally all black. I'd see that's, that's blacking out. It was close. Like I still, but remember. you can still see. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the whole day, the next day, because it was a Saturday, on Sunday, I didn't sober up until Monday morning. Damn, dude. Yeah. And I didn't drink a drop on Sunday. Did you drink water? Yeah. See, what I learned was you had to drink water. An entire day. In between fucking drinking alcohol, dude. But, I don't know, man. I I would black out too much, and I'm worried about fucking killing somebody, dude. Yeah. That's like, 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 I black out so often whenever I was drinking, like, seven days a week dude like to where i wouldn't remember what i fucking did yeah and i was yeah. like dude i don't want to get to the point where i get so because i'm a sick fuck dude yeah you know what i'm saying i don't want to get to the point where i fucking i'm a fucking murderer or something mm-hmm. you know because you don't know you don't have any act you don't have any control over what your pretty much dead body does right because like you're like a zombie dude mm-hmm. you could do anything i know a guy that fucking killed their wife dude why they were blackout? Oh, that's crazy. Could you imagine waking up, dude, and you got your fucking dead wife next to you, and you don't remember what happened? Yeah, that's be fucking weird, dude. That's wild. That's yeah. Wild. You'd be like, "What the fuck happened, dude? Did somebody break in?" And then come to find out, dude, you got they got her fucking your fingerprints on her neck, dude. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been like that wild and crazy. It's just uh, oh, I'm fucking I kinda, nuts. I kind of just get loud and. I don't know. I might order some more food than I should. and that's... See, I get violent thoughts, man. Really? And I'm not a violent person. Wow. Yeah, see, that's... It's that's, scary. Yeah, that's that's where a it's problem... It's like an all... Yeah, it's, but I think it's it's the beast inside of me, man. I think we all have a fucking... Um, as a human, man, we got a fucking good and bad side. Uh-huh. I don't want the bad side to come out. So the good side, dude, is always is sober. Uh-huh. And actually, I could smoke weed, but when I'm drunk, dude... I can't control that guy. Yeah, yeah. I see, that's that. Yeah, I, I I see where you're where you're coming from for sure. Let's go to lighter things and <laughs> <laughs> let's go to lighter things. Sort of close this out. Um, what kind of music do you like? Um, everything, man. I like electronic. That's like what I'm on lately. Um, are you aware of Pretty Lights? No, Pretty Lights. Okay. Uh, okay. So there's a documentary, and I'll send you the link for it. But you know how a lot of techno and rappers, they'll take uh, samples from other artists and then mix it in with their own song, right? Yeah, yeah. What Pretty Lights did is that he went to Chicago. He went to St. Louis. He went to New Orleans. He went to all these big cities, got the best musicians in in that city, recorded music, took that music, and then mixed that. And oh. made his album. Damn, dude. You have to send me the fucking link to that. How I'll crazy. Fl- yeah. 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 And uh, so, is it on Spotify? 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, the album is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but the documentary, um, yeah, you can get it free on, on YouTube. But anyone that says that techno artists aren't hard workers and don't create their own thing and just press a button and just walk away. Oh, no, that's are bullshit, dude. full of fucking shit. Yeah. They are workaholics. They're just like comics. Oh, yeah, they're constantly working on their craft. I yeah. mean, but they do it on a computer, granted, but they're still fucking... It takes a lot of mental strength to do that, dude. Like, yeah. and a lot of focus. I mean... It gets, I'm sure it gets boring as hell, dude, but they got to fucking plug along just like writing, just like writing. How about uh, Steve Aoki? Don't know him. Really? He's uh, the Asian guy with the long hair. Don't know him. Really? What uh, What kind of, what, what what guys are you listening to? Um, Dead Mouse? Nah. Uh, Ma- uh, Marshmallow Head? Some like fucking golf clap and some fucking mala, which is uh, some house music. Um techno it's that big black dude i forget his fucking name seal no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, close man yeah yeah. uh now i'm going to movement in may i I go to that every year with my friends dude Um, it always sucks because it's right around my birthday and i'm like i really don't want to go to a festival on my birthday i just want to go to a bar and just come home (laughs) it's so much fun though man it is it is get a a day ticket man come fucking stay at our hotel one night that's true yeah Yeah. dude we we get we get a hotel room man it gets fucking nuts man we do trip though so that's the only thing so like we'll be pro we'll probably be on acid the whole dude last time i was on acid for four days straight wow and that's whenever i thought everything was fake <laughs> okay uh i did mushrooms before is there any way to like ease it into your system so that you don't get like a terrible stomach ache i felt for like I mushrooms was, yeah i felt like i was gonna puke the whole time and then i no, then it finally digested and i was fine there's it just it, it just happens. It, it just sucks, dude. Oh, all right. yeah, yeah, I mean, unless you drink, you might be able to try to drink it in a tea, but um, that be that and it be might a be better. a little bit softer on your stomach. But they're usually for some reason mushrooms. They're they hit your stomach like that, and they also make your uh, body a little bit more sore afterwards. Mm-hmm. But acids never had that effect with me. Now, see, have what, you ever tried that? Uh, I've never tried acid. No, no, no. Uh, the biggest, I mean. I, I can I consider edibles as as a psychedelic. I really do because they're so dude, strong. I've tripped the hardest on a fucking edible before. Yeah, yeah, like they're crazy, dude. Insane. This one chick I worked with gave me a fucking brownie one time, dude. I was fucking laying in bed, freaking the fuck out. Tr- hardest I've ever tripped on a fucking brownie, yeah. thinking that like she was trying to like kill me or something. Yeah, any any young person out there, and my cousins listen to this, and I, and I would tell you, you know, you're, if you're going into college and you want to kind of like, you know, uh, go through all the psychedelics, try mushrooms first. They're yes. they're they're the safest. They're the lightest. What I can say is this: is that you're going to go through a stomach ache, then it's going to suck because you're going to kind of like try to like keep focus. It, your your mind is going to want to wander and do other things. Just keep focused. And then after that, it is the most enlightening bliss you've ever felt in your entire life. You don't give a fuck about anything. Yes. Like you could, someone could walk up to you and say, you know, we're selling your house and you don't have a place to live. You'd be like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I don't need I can, it, man. I can I'm live just, in I'm a alive. tent. Yeah. I like, love life. It's just, it's the best feeling I've ever felt. Be outside crazy. though. Don't be inside. Really? Oh, dude, if you can get out by a park or That's some true. water and, dude, be around trees. It was man. after it was after Christmas when we did it, so ah, we couldn't go outside. Dude, you got to be outside in the daylight. 
around we, trees and at a park. That's the fucking best time to do wow. it. We we just watch movies and just tore them apart. That's what we were Dude, doing. Dude, you will lose your mind if you're out. Yeah. out go outside, I'm telling you. Okay. Leave your phone at home. Go to a park. Dude, it is the fucking best. Oh, no. I, I can tell you this. It was the longest I've ever been away from my phone. Six yeah. hours, I wasn't on it. I was like, fuck Well, you can phone. hardly read it. Who but... cares? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I want to enjoy this moment. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely, man. I just felt like the best comic on earth. Like, every joke was landing. Everyone was laughing. Like, you're just, you're, you're just on cloud nine. Like, everyone yeah, thinks dude. everything's funny. Yeah, you don't it's care, awesome. man. It's, yeah. It's, but, yeah, he's right. Uh, to your uh, your cousin, um, don't. Do don't do drugs anyway. And if you do experiment, um, I'm saying because a lot of people are going to do it anyway. Because I did, and everybody told me my whole life not to do it, but I still experimented. Um, I would say test it out. I would say yeah. if you really are going to like get into MDMA or um, acid or anything like that, don't overdo it and make sure you get a fucking test kit especially the, these these days i mean festival if, especially especially at a, fest- a festival yeah you have no idea who these guys are they no don't idea. care who they're selling it to no. they just want to they just want the 10 bucks or whatever 15 bucks it could be fentanyl dude it could kill you um so i would say bring a test kit if you're going to do it i would say don't do it but um who am i that's that's what killed tom petty he got a major uh hip surgery or knee surgery or something like that and he was in a lot of pain here in detroit and his manager went out and bought street drugs for painkillers, and uh, it had fentanyl in there. Yeah, Jesus. And man. yeah, and that's that's how he died. Uh, there's been so many times where I thought I was gonna die, man. So that's uh, I don't I don't fuck around with hardcore drugs anymore. But the the last time I fucking did, dude, I straight up shit my pants at a festival, dude, and it was the worst experience ever, Oof. man. Yeah, it was disgusting. Damn. That's like crazy. straight up sitting on the ground, fucking looking up at the sky, and just all of a sudden just fucking just came out, dude. And now I'm sitting all night in fucking shit pants. Oh, yeah, damn. so it's, it's it's not a good time, man. It's not yeah. a fucking. It's it's not like you think it's gonna be. I'd say be smart about it if you're gonna get into it, um, and make sure you're around the right folks. Yeah, because I uh, I was at uh, Electric Forest a couple years back, and did the whole four days. Like we, oh, dude, we, I bet that was fun. We got the tent, and yeah. Oh, yeah. It was sort of fun until there was a klepto that was walking around. and Oh, stealing shit? Yeah. That's the wooks, dude. The yeah. wooks are always out there stealing shit. Uh-huh. You got to be careful, man. You got to get fucking locks on your tent, dude. Yeah, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, because there, there's this like high-strung military dude that we went with, and he almost like kicked this guy's ass. He's like, "Get the fuck out of here! We Dude, know you're stealing shit." They do that for fun. They do that. There's people that go to these festivals because they know that they can nab yeah. shit, and they want people to catch them. Mm-hmm. They're just like little fucking. They call them wooks, dude. They're just out there fucking stealing shit. Yeah, yeah. You gotta watch them. But um, I'm tired, man. I gotta go. Yeah, gotta yeah, yeah. Going. No, yeah. Uh, no, no problem. Um, that uh, that was that. And uh, Taylor Tomlinson, uh, she's a young comic and. Uh, she just came out with this special. And Sam Morrill, who's in town now. I like that guy. Yeah, he's in, he's doing Ridley's right now. Nice. Uh, they're in a relationship together. So Who's uh, this Taylor? Is she from Detroit? Uh-uh. No, I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know Taylor. No? I'll show you a picture of her. At the, she cute? After. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, that was Micah. And Micah Monticelli. Um, I'm getting off social media, so don't even try to fucking follow me. <laughs> there you go. And if you can catch, if you, you you catch him, he will be sober and he won't be smoking. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so take it easy, guys, and.
Thank you. Much love.